so proud of me. so proud of me. Cage breaker. All right, Cage Breakers, we out here. This is the Cage Breaker Show. Not everybody's an athlete, but you can learn a lot from an athlete. And today I have a special guest, um, someone who, who's a true trailblazer, somebody who's very resilient, somebody that um, I, I just admire, you know, what he's out here doing and what he's done um, and what he will continue to do for athletes and just, you know, people in Colorado, um, the South Carolina, just all across the world. Um, so... With no further ado, we have Mr. Steve Garbett. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on the show today. I'm really excited to be here and uh, talk to you all about sports, Olympic sports, and also uh, NFT project that we're designing to help fund the next generation of athletes. So really, really excited to be here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just real quick, briefly, just tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, who you are, and give us a little brief introduction. Yeah, so my name is Steve Garbett. I was a Team USA athlete on the national team for the last eight years, I've traveled all over the world representing Team USA at the highest level of competition. It's been an honor and a privilege to be able to do so. Um, I'm a Colorado native. I know uh, our guy right here, he, he shouts out all the athletes from Colorado. We, we've got to show uh, the athletes, show the world what Colorado has. So I actually absolutely love what he's doing with that. It's really, really cool to see all the amazing athletes coming from this state. Um, but yeah, so I'm an athlete. Uh, I actually just retired a week ago. Um, so now I'm done being an athlete, and I'm going on to my next uh, next chapter. First and foremost, I, I want to say congratulations. Um, you know, on a, on a stellar a stellar career, um, and and I appreciate you, you know, giving me giving me some love. But really, man, you've you've definitely, like I said in the introduction, been a trailblazer, um, and somebody who who took the path less traveled, you know. Um, and I want to ask you about that. Everybody, we're all out here. We're all playing basketball. We're playing football. We're playing, you know, soccer. Um, you played a little bit of football. Mm -hmm. What was it that said, hey, I want to take this route and do something else different that nobody's doing? Yeah, it was actually a couple of things. So I grew up out, uh, out east of Parker, out in uh, Elizabeth, and I grew up in the country. And I, I had three brothers, and we used to do all kinds of crazy stuff. We tr played the traditional sports growing up, the baseball, football, basketball, and I loved all those sports. And I always had a drive to be the best. And it didn't matter what it was. I wanted to be the best at whatever I did. And I ended up finishing my athletic career in college. And then I went back to visit my grandma, and then she was in Colorado. She was sick in the hospital. And during that trip, I got sick. Body started shutting down. Doctor couldn't figure out what was going on with me, and I was in there for three and a half weeks, and it really made me view life different. Um, it really made, opened up my eyes and made me realize at that point in time, I had not transitioned to see what I was going to do next, but it made me realize, and I set two goals. First, no one in my family ever graduated college. I wanted to be the first to do that. Second, I wanted to try skeleton. I actually saw skeleton on the uh, Olympics when I was sick in the hospital, so I was able to see the sport, and I was like, that looks like a lot of fun. So after I graduated college, I went out and I tried a recruitment camp and the coaches came to me and they told me I had all the skills that they were looking for, but it was all up to me. It was all self-funded or sponsor funded. And you have a chance to represent Team USA if you put the work in. And at that point, I knew 100 percent. I was like, I'm going to give this everything I have. When I was in the hospital, I changed my views and it made me chase things that most people don't. We, uh, we stop ourselves a lot of times, and I want to make sure that people know out there that 
we can do anything. You can do anything out there. If you set your mind to it, you're going to have people that are around you, friends, family that are going to tell you it's impossible. But if you believe in it and you put that work in behind it, and that's the key part, you got to put that work in, you can achieve so many amazing things in this world. And that's what I've done. I went out, I worked as hard as I could, and it's brought me so many amazing places around the world that I never would have been able to go to. So I'm very blessed and very fortunate to be able to have done that. But I also want to share with the community, if I was able to do it, any one of you guys can do it. Like It just takes hard work, dedication, and sometimes it's not the easy way. Most of the times it's not the easy way. You're going to have to grind, but the reward is definitely worth it. Man, and did you ever think, you know, playing in, playing football, um, playing football, you know, you're at a junior college, you're playing football. Did you ever think that one day you would be representing Team USA, um, you know, Olympics and things like that? Did you ever think going from playing junior college football to, you know, where you are now? Did what did you ever think that that yeah. was possible? I, I didn't even have the slightest clue that that was possible. I knew my athletic career in football. I loved it, had a passion, but I just, my skill set was not there. And as much as I worked, I knew, okay, I couldn't get to further with my skills there. I tried and tried, but I didn't have any clue that I would be able to represent our country and have the opportunity to be able to do it for many years. Um, and it was, wasn't until I was exposed to a new opportunity and I took that opportunity. Um, for those who don't know what skeleton is, please, please educate us, please. Yeah, most people don't know what skeleton is. I didn't know until I was stuck in a hospital bed because it's not a very popular sport or a very well-known sport in the U.S. especially. Um, so we go down the bobsled track. We go head first down the bobsled track. We get speeds up to 90 miles an hour and G-force up to five and a half, six G all with your chin just to off the ice. So it's, uh, it's extreme sledding. Um, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun and, uh, it's training for it is, uh, really, really fun with the things that we have to do to prepare our mind and our body to be able to, um, compete at the highest levels. And you weren't scared to get in it? Like how? <laughs> yeah. So that goes back to, uh, the, the first part when I grew up in the country, I grew up with two older brothers and one younger brother and my two older brothers, we always did crazy fun things. But my two older brothers never wanted to get hurt, and they knew we couldn't hurt my younger brother. So either I volunteered or I was duct taped to something. And we would go through the fields at 70 miles an hour pulling sleds behind a truck or whatever it was. So from an early age, I, uh, I learned to overcome the, those fears. But the first time you get on a sled, it still is a little, little nerve-wracking. But you, uh, you got to realize um, to excel in that sport – you can't be thinking of the fears and the things that can go wrong, but that's not just in my sports, in all sports. You can't be thinking of those. And when you're in the moment, when you're focused and when you're dialed in, um, you're not even thinking about those. You're just flowing with the with the energy and just cruising through. Wow. <laughs> you can't think of the fear. That's yeah. that's that's a bar right there because I was thinking more so like like a pilot, you know? Mm -hmm. um, a pilot can't have a bad day. Yep. And and what you do, you can't. You have to be on point all the time. So, what is the most? What's the most important access or not access? What's the more most important? How do I don't want to ask this? What's the more, most important attribute that a skeleton athlete has to have um, when competing? That's that actually a really good question you asked there. What's the most important attribute an athlete? I, I almost would classify it as an athlete has to have, not necessarily skeleton. 
and it's your mind. Your mind is the most important thing. No matter what, whenever you get to the top level, every single athlete is a specimen. They are all amazingly talented, uh, physical human beings. But what separates the good from the great is the brain and what you do to work your brain and study and advance it so that way it can do what it needs in whatever sport you're competing in. In my sport, for example, we get speeds up to 90 miles an hour. So we have to be able to process things at extreme speeds. Things are moving very fast for us. So we play certain games and we do certain brain training for neuromuscular training to process at higher speeds. Um, it's awesome because I'm able to do that. But the bad part is at the end of the season when I get home driving, I always get a speeding ticket because I feel like I'm going <laughs> two miles an hour. I'm so used to going so fast because uh, my brain is on overdrive. But, but the, that was a really good question you had there. Yeah, because and you and, and thank you for even framing it as all athletes um, pointed out. It's just that certain type of, of, of greatness you have to have. Um, and, and like you said, it starts in the mind. Uh, you can't you can't you, you cannot. It's so important that you don't have any self-inflicted wounds. Um, yep. and, you, and you have to be on point. Of course, everything is not going to be good all the time. But your mind is key because you can go out there and get hurt. Yep. Um, and and I appreciate you even just pointing out the power of the mind. I yep. do want to ask you, like, what does what to be? You just retired. Mm -hmm. Stellar career. What does it what goes into having a career of, of longevity and, and succeeding? What What goes into that to just being great? Yeah, so having a long career in any sport is extremely difficult. All of us want to have that long career. It's what we dream of as kids is we want to be professional athletes and, and keep playing the sports that we love. What separates the people that are able to make it in sports longer is how they take care of their, new, their body via nutrition and how they take care of their mind. So what are you doing extra to be able to help keep your body healthy and physically and mentally. So recovery is huge. Most athletes, especially at a younger age, I wish I would have learned it when I was younger, how important recovery is. Sleep is very, very important, but also all the things that you're doing on the side with, uh, with sports med and recovery, foam rolling, ice tubs, all those kind of things, whatever modalities that you like that work best for you, um, figure out what those are and start implementing them into your regimen because that's very, very important to keep your career and be able to go for longer periods of time. And then the nutrition is a key factor. What you're putting in your body is your fuel. If you're putting in McDonald's and all this garbage, that's what you're fueling. Like I, I hate to throw McDonald's under the bus, but that, that's just not good nutrition. And sometimes you need to. As athletes, sometimes you just need calories so you can get those. But make sure you're properly fueling your body. You're not going to put uh, regular gas into a race car. Why would you do that to your body? Your body is your temple. So you got to be able to really uh, fuel it properly. And then the last thing is your mind. Like making sure that you're doing everything you can to prepare your mind and keep it healthy. Cause, and there's ways to do that in every different sport and there's different things that you can do. So figure out what's best for you and within your sport and you got it. Oh, that's, that's awesome. You hit it on the head. Dropping jewels for sure. Definitely dropping jewels. On your journey, this amazing journey that you've had, um, was there anybody, maybe you could even have in another country, wherever, anybody who who you just 
competed with and that pushed you? You know what I mean? Like somebody you can look to and say, hey, this person made me better. Yeah. Um, you always look to athletes in every sport to help push you. And you normally look to the top athletes in those sports. And there were athletes in my sport that I looked up to, but also other sports. So mm -hmm. I know one just retired today, Tom Brady, mm -hmm. what he's been able to do, like that was what it's huge, what he's been able to accomplish mm -hmm. over the years. Absolutely amazing. So being able to look not just within my sport, but other sports and seeing what top athletes are doing to mm -hmm. help so I can use what they're doing and see if I can use any of that to translate it to my sport and then using those motivation factors to help motivate me. Um, and you always want to be the best uh, when you're in sports. And that, that's the goal you want. I'm not competing to try to finish last. No, I'm going for that gold every time. Um, it doesn't matter if I'm hurt, if I'm sick, whatever the case is, I'm going for a gold. That yeah. is the whole point of me being out here and me racing. So making sure you find those people that can motivate you and bring you to the next level and use them as inspiration. What was it about Tom Brady? That, that, yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady, um, uh, it's his mindset and what he has done on and off the field and how he, even though has had so much adversity, has able to step up through the adversity and continue to excel with all the people that are, negative with all of the haters he does he hasn't let any of that bother him he's just stayed focused on his goal and he's gone out and achieved what he wanted that's uh that's the big thing with tom i want to i want to double back real quick shout out to tom brady um yeah big shout out to two, tom brady two goats, two goats retiring at the same time shout out to you shout out to tom brady um i want to just i want to double back you talk a lot about the mind mm-hmm Talk to us just again, talk to us about the power of the mind and having that 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 strong mindset. Yep. So that's uh, that's actually very, very important. And there's different areas of the mind that you want to train. And I use meditation a lot to help get my mind focused. So that way I can understand how to eliminate distractions and stay focused on any particular thing that I'm trying to do. So meditation is very, very important. But then there's also training the brain for actual processing and speed and those kind of things. And you can do it in a lot of fun ways. Some of it's video games. You can play video games that are increasing the neural functions that are allowing you to process at quicker speeds. Um, so making sure that you're meditating, which I know a lot of athletes haven't started. It took me a long time to realize how important it was. But getting that meditation to get the mind right, to be able to focus on any particular thing and wash away distractions. That's the biggest thing with meditation is people that don't haven't done it or don't understand it are like, you're just sitting there and they're letting their minds wander when they sit there. But if you can get your mind in a state where you can stay hyper-focused on whatever it is when you're meditating, you can do it in sport. Because when you're in sport, your mind has to be able to block everything out to get into the mindset that you need to go into a super focused mode. With me, when I was at the top of the track, every time I, I had a routine at the top of the track, and right before I slid every time, I said to myself, let's go dance with the track. And that was my cue to really go flow with the track and trigger my mind into getting into this state that is needed to be hyper-focused. So when I did training off the track, when I was trying to get my brain ready, I would also say that cue in my head. So that way I was super focused. So that way I developed that training regimen. So I knew when I said that 
my mind was ready to go. And the funny thing is I'm the worst dancer ever. So going to dancing is like, like not, not good at all. Like I'm, I'm not a good dancer, but it was my cue to say, okay, I need to go flow with the track. But also it was a cue to, that my mind is ready to go. Man. So you had a routine. Yeah. A routine and everything. And with that routine, I have to ask you, do you have a, like a famous quote mantra or anything that you that you live by or that motivated you going into into um competition or anything um i don't there's no exact quote i can point to it's just uh, achieving greatness like I've, I've always strived for greatness and you can achieve that in so many different ways whether it's sport business love life and you can transition that into any way that you want but i've always wanted to do things and excel in life and set myself apart and it's just this drive and this motivation that I've had. Um, so there, there isn't one quote that I could point to. How important is it just to be, how important is it to be coachable? Coachable, that is huge. Um, especially as you get better within your sport, a lot of athletes will think, I know everything. And you have to be able to be open and willing to accept and understand different ways of viewing things to help accelerate your career. Even the best in the world that are out there have coaches and they're willing to, they know probably more than their coach, but they still are open to listen to these coaches to understand the, what they are saying to help further their education and help further their knowledge. So, it doesn't matter if you know everything or if you think you know everything. You can learn something from a rookie that just came on the on the team. There's, you can learn from everybody. So being coachable is very, very important. And being willing and open to accept that knowledge and view it in your way so that way you can translate it into your greatness. Oh, that's, that's, that's absolutely. I like that. And just being being an asset. But I think one of the key things you said as you as you keep going you know, you, you can still be coachable. Um, and then I also even think back to a quote you said where you said you might know more, but just having that humility, because the reason why I ask that is because I look at somebody like you, like you, you just retired, but it's like you soaked up so much game over time. How does one coach you, you know, but yep. that's man, that's, like, he, like you and Tom Brady, I'm going to use you guys both because you brought him up and you both retired with so many similarities. Like, how do you coach? I, I wish I could uh, <laughs> wish I could be at that level. I, I'm not quite that that kind of go. I, I yeah. wish I could, but I, I've, I've achieved a lot of things and yeah. I, in my sport, and I'm grateful for that. Mm -hmm. um, but coachable, and to the people listening, every if you're not coachable, you're not going to be able to make it to the next level because the coaches are the ones that have the ultimate decision on whether you're going to play or not. So it doesn't matter if you're the best. If, if you're not coachable, you're going to be on the bench. You're not going to be playing. So you have to be open and willing to take in the information and work with your coach to make you better because that's their ultimate goal. They're not trying to hurt you. They're trying to help you succeed. And they're trying to give you more knowledge for your quiver to be able to utilize during the game, during competition. And the more knowledge that you have in your quiver, the more that you can expel throughout the game and will put you at that next level. No, that's, that's, man, dropping jewels. For real dropping jewels. What has, what, looking back, 
can you give us like some highlights just on your career, like a highlights, just defining moments? Yeah, defining moments on my career. I think um, one of the defining moments was getting started, getting past that and just going for it and realizing that I don't need to listen to society. I don't need to listen to all these people that are telling me, oh, it's impossible, you can't. That would be the most important deciding factor right there is that. Then I would say there's some competitions that I've, I've really, really enjoyed. Um, but also traveling around the world and seeing the world and seeing all the different people and how they interact within their societies and their cultures and their traditions, it really opens up your mindset and shows you how beautiful this world is and what they have to do to get to where they're at within their community. But it also allows you to realize your life and what truly is valuable to you and what gives you motivation to continue going. Man, do you, is there somebody, you know, everybody has, like if you think of Tom Brady, you think of Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. You know, is there is there somebody that you used to just always compete with and and y'all would push each other? Is there anybody you can think of on this journey who is like, okay, you, I got you this time, yep. you got me this time, I'm gonna get you next time. Who was that person? That's actually uh, great because every athlete you you have these friends that you develop over time, and sometimes they're not friends, sometimes yeah. they're enemies, sometimes they're yeah. they're, they're your competition. Yeah. But you have them and they help push you and motivate you. And as you develop through your career, you have your friends in high school that um, you train with, that you work with, that, that it's somebody that's pushing you to that next level. And then as you move on to your next stage, you, you're going to those friends can no longer keep up with you because your abilities are getting higher. You're going to develop these new group that is going to be able to help push you. So making sure you're surrounding yourself by those people that can help motivate you and push you. And that's actually one of the greatest lessons I've actually learned is the people you surround yourself with or the people that you're going to act like, eat like, everything you do is going to be like the people that you surround yourself. doesn't mean that you can't love and support and recognize the people that are around you, but sometimes the people around you that are your closest, that are your brothers, that are your family, you have to step away from them a little bit to put yourself in a group that is going to help allow you to excel and exceed your best capabilities. And sometimes it's very, very difficult because those are the people that we love the most. But if you want to get to the top, you have to surround yourself with those people that are going to bring you to the top and that have that same motivation, that same drive that can take you to the next level. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you could give us one word, you know, to define or sum up your career, what's one word that you would give us reflecting on your career? One word. One word to define the career. Actually, I would have to just say thankful. Mm. I'm just extremely blessed and thankful because I couldn't do what I did and what I've done without a community behind me. It takes a community to be able to build and you have to work together. And without everybody who's been able to support me along the way in many different ways, I would have never been able to compete at the level I have or do it for as long as I have. So it would actually be two words, thankful and community, because community is very, very important to have um, those people that you can lean on, that can help motivate you, that can help get you to that next level. 
I love it. I love it, especially well, both of them, because I can relate. You know, community's huge. It's just being thankful. You know, yeah. um, sometimes we don't. Sometimes you know, a lot of people are entitled and things like that. But gratitude is huge. So just being thankful. And I mean, you talking about community is perfect because I want to ask you. You know, you just retired, but you're still going. Um, you're still out here. You're still active. Still helping a lot of young athletes. Talk to us about the um, the project. You yeah, no, I'm excited about the project. So um, the sports initiative is a project I'm building. It's an NFT project, and it's designed to become the best sports community on the blockchain and help fund and support the next generation of athletes. So we are building a community of athletes to help the next generation of athletes. Really, really exciting. Right now we have seven Olympic and Paralympic medalists on our board. We have Super Bowl champions on our board, Stanley Cup champions on our board, and we have many more athletes coming on board all the time to help us help the next generation of athletes. So those of you that are not familiar with NFTs, um, it's a non-fungible token and it's a digital contract. And there's certain communities, you build a community and that community goes out and supports. And the way that we're doing it with our community we're having a 10,000 character drop. They're going to be superhero sports figures. Really, really cool. We're going to have male and female. So the sports, like you'll have the male pose, the female pose, and then they're out their uniforms will change. You'll have football, you'll have baseball, you'll have basketball. And certain ones will have superpowers, and those are our superheroes that have special utility that will give back-end stuff uh, that will give extra rewards to the community members who hold those. So really, really cool things that we have lined up. We're going to be giving away one-of-a-kind trips if you own these and you own certain ones it'll unlock certain things like you'll be able to do a bobsled skeleton ride with myself you're going to be able to go out and go snowboarding with a paralympic gold medalist you're going to be able to go out and play catch with nfl football players really really cool things that we got lined up for our community and it's all about giving back it's all about helping the next generation that's what it's all about that's huge that's huge. I appreciate it. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I've been working on it for uh, six months now, and we're just now uh, getting to the point where everything's starting to build up and go really, really strong. So it's uh, it's exciting. I'm, I'm excited for it. And definitely be on the lookout. And those of you out there, y'all heard it. Um, so make sure you tap in. Yeah. Yeah. We, we need more people. The project's small right now, but we're growing. And yeah. it's going to grow quick here soon. We've got a lot of things lined up. So uh, come join our NFT community. Uh, the really cool thing is if you own one of the NFTs, um, it gives you utility. So we have our athlete advisors who are these professional athletes in every sport. And the reason I'm setting it up with all the different sports is we want to be able to help support not just football, not just baseball, all the different sports. So we're getting the best athletes from every sport to come join us on our advisory board. And then they're going to help us decide what athletes and teams we should fund. But it's not just them. If you own one of these NFTs, you also can vote for uh, for people who we should fund, and you can also vote for how we fund those athletes. So by owning this, you're going to be able to help support. And if it's your local club, if it's an athlete that you know that you need that wants help, um, you're going to be able to put in a vote, and then our community votes together on who we vote and support. So you'll be able to be active within that, and we'll have this capital reserve that we're going to be able to tap into. So the way that we're doing it is we have a capital reserve from the sale. After we pay for our developers and taxes, 70% of the funds go into an interest earning account. And we're going to use that interest to then 
fund athletes. So instead of it supporting athletes one time, it's going to be able to help athletes year after year because we'll have a capital reserve that's going to be able to continue to build, but also we'll be able to take out and fund athletes. 15% goes back to the community for the reward. So those really cool one-of-a-kind trips that we're paying for to bring out, that's where that funds goes to. And then the final 15% allows me to continue to bring on that talent to build this project as we go through the future. Um, so really, really exciting stuff. If you like NFTs, if you like sports, even if you just want to support athletes, you've got to come follow us at the Sports Initiative and uh, join our Discord. And our sale is going to be coming up here soon. Quick question. Yep. Did you go to Gateway High School? I went to Gateway High School. Yes. yes most, I, uh, I grew up in Parker, Colorado. Uh-huh. And I went to Chaparral for one year, and then we had um, some polit- some political stuff with the coaches there. So we decided to transfer into Gateway, and my brother and I we both went to Gateway. Okay, so those of you out there watching, you went to Gateway. A yep. lot of people, a lot of people don't understand the history. Um, so even you going to Gateway is huge. Um, because people don't understand, you know what yeah. I mean? Somebody oh. representing Team USA. That's And this is why I started the Colorado Athletes. You should know, because people need to know this. You went to Gateway, and the reason why I bring this up is because Gateway alumni is doing something huge for the community. This is huge. NFT, people don't understand. This is very huge. It's futuristic. And the reason why I say all this is because I think back to, I probably was, I probably was, six years old maybe not that young I I was young and I remember that I was at the library because I used to always go to the library the Montbello library and there was this transition to where VHS's became DVD's Okay, they threw away all the VHS's and they became DVD's and I remember this lady she came in and she was upset you know because she wanted her VHS and they're like, we don't do VHSs no more. It's about DVDs. And I say all that to say NFTs are the future. What you're doing for the community and helping out, you know, athletes is the future. So I say all that to say, people, like, we have to elevate. And you, again, you trailblazed with bobsled skeleton, you know. Now you're trailblazing in this field and really putting people on. Yep. And I that's- I have to salute you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I really do because uh, most people don't understand NFTs yet, uh, but it is the future. It really is. And um, understanding it and helping educate yourself in it is something that is extremely important because it will set you up for success in the future. But also going back to what you said with where I went to high school, it doesn't matter where you came from, where who your parents are. It doesn't matter. If you have that work ethic and you have that drive, you can succeed. It doesn't matter where you where you went to high school, where what you did. There are going to be people that have better advantages because of certain things that their parents were able to give them, but doesn't mean that you can't succeed and excel past them. They might have had a a step up, but it doesn't matter. Life's not. There's going to be things in life that are not fair. That's one of those things that it's just out of your control. So because it's out of your control, don't let it stop you. Grind and go, go earn it. Go win it. You can do it. That is huge, and I'm glad you said that because I, I was I knew it, but I'm like I, I, I need to. I need to hear you say it about Gateway. I knew you went there, and and I appreciate you even in pointing that out because a lot of people 
especially with now how schools are, they're like, oh, I go here, so I'm less than, you know? Yep. And, and and Gateway being one of those schools where it's like, people like, oh, Gateway, you know? And it's like, nah, this, this means something, you know? And you go here, it doesn't matter. You can still make it from here, you know? 100%. If I leave this conversation with anything, that that's the most important thing right there. You you can achieve it. Like, don't let your situation hold you down. Don't let society hold you back. Believe in yourself and go achieve it because you can. Facts, facts. And I want to ask you: Are you a cage breaker? And what cages or cage have you broken out of in life? Definitely a cage breaker. I'm not going to let society or anyone limit me for what I can do. Um, I've broken out of a lot of different cages and numerous ones because. Once you break out of one, you're going to be in another that people are going to think you can't break out of. So I've broken out of numerous cages and I am the person who decides who can, what cages I can break out of. Don't let anybody else tell you that you can't. So yeah, definitely a cage breaker. And there's numerous ones that I've done throughout my career. And there's ones in front of me that I see that people are telling me they're impossible that I'm going to break through those as well. Facts. Definitely a cage breaker. What's one piece of advice you would give to young athletes out there who, who just want to be the best in their sport? Um, what's one piece of advice you would give to them? One piece of advice for athletes coming up. It's hard to give just one piece of advice. Um, the first would be be a cage breaker. Don't let anybody set expectations on yourself. Second, you got to be coachable. And third, you have to put in that work ethic. It, no one else is going to do it for you. Just because the coach says you have 10 sprints and this and that, you have to put in that extra work when no one is looking. When the lights are not shining on you, when you're grinding, when you're working your hardest, is what's going to prepare you for when the spotlights are on you and you can excel. So make sure you put that work in so when the stadium lights are on you, you shine. Man, I, I just appreciate it. Um, and I appreciate you coming on the show you know, being a part of this and I, and I love what you're doing. How can we, um, how, for those uh, watching, how can we get in touch with you? Yeah. So uh, you can reach out to me directly via social medias. Um, the big ones is through uh, the sports initiative. So it's just NFT TSI. Very, very simple. NFT TSI. And that's both on Instagram and Twitter. That'll follow our project that's designed to help athletes. And you'll see my personal link attached there. Um, we also have a Discord. I can shoot you over the Discord, and he can put it in the link of this video. If you guys go and follow the uh, Discord link in the website, um, that would be huge. I really need to um, try to grow my community as much as possible, so having you guys join our community, it would be awesome because um, we are going to be the future of sports on the blockchain, and right now is the time to get in early on a project that's, uh, that's going to be something big in the future. So get in while you can and get in and say that you're, uh, you, you've been in it since the beginning. Thanks. Thanks. There you have it on Steve. I appreciate you. Um, congratulations again on, on a stellar career. Thank you for, you know, coming and, and dropping knowledge and thank you for all you do. And again, what you will continue to do. And I just appreciate you coming on the show. Yep. Thank you for having me out here on the show today. I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to jump on the show again here in the future and talking about success and uh, seeing how we can help some more athletes. Definitely. Cage breakers. We yep. are here. Proud of me, so proud of me, so proud of me. K 
Cage Breaker. Cage breaker.